You're listening to the Wealthy Woman Podcast, where we as a community work on becoming wealthy holistically. I'm your host, Donnie, and each week, myself or a guest will be sharing words of wisdom so we can elevate our lives together. So without further ado, let's get wealthy. Welcome back to the Wealthy Woman Show. Today, I have my little sister here, Hannah. Say hi, Hannah. Hi. You said, I need more energy. That's what you say. <laughs> yeah. Not, okay, this is what I need all y'all to do. Everybody that comes on this show, okay. She's going to get kicked off before we can even finish okay, the episode, I'm before we can even start the episode. I'm sorry, okay. Okay, anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Oh, last time. Let's have it. This is what happens when you're in hot Atlanta. Okay. Did <laughs> you go? No, everybody tries to get on here and start talking in a soft voice. And I'm like, what are you doing? That's not how you talk. Ew. <laughs> anyway. Okay, Hannah begged me to have her on the show. Ooh. So here she is. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> wow. That's what happened though, right? Come on. Come on. <laughs> As you should. Okay, so no. Um, today we have Hannah on the show. She has no idea what we're going to talk about. I'm scared. Um, I don't know why you're scared. Okay, also just for context, Hannah is 10 years younger than me. Okay, so she's 18 and I will be 28 next month. And we have had a very similar but different upbringing. I would say similar because the values are the same, but we both experienced different things completely um, as far as like the quality of stability in the, <laughs> the quality of our lives <laughs> and that's just because my parents are 10 years older when they you know <laughs> took care of her and they were getting the hang of adulting better um and so I got a different experience because they were still growing up with me so I wanted to talk about um because you just started college right mm-hmm. tell them where you go I go to the illustrious Clark Atlanta <laughs> University. <laughs> it's illustrious now. Okay, okay. Oh, Truffle, can you go somewhere? He has questions that oh, need to be answered. Truffle's going to be in the background, clearly, and he's working my last nerve. So we're just going to ignore him. Um, but yeah, so today I wanted to talk to you about... Um, limiting beliefs and how they develop based on the things that we experience. And I also want to kind of get into some money mindset stuff with you and like how you view money. And um, also I want to see if there's some things that I could do better about educating you on as your sister and helping you because you are a new adult. And even though you're in college, College goes by quick, mm-hmm. and you will be adulting for very soon. And you're going to have to know how to navigate the world of money and taking care of yourself. I know it's ghetto. It's real ghetto. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I wrote down some questions, but we're going to let the conversation flow as it does, right? But um, <laughs> your dog. <laughs> Truffle, you're going to have to go with mom if you don't stop. So, okay, my first question is, what is your earliest memory of money? Of money? Oh. Yeah. Or like your earliest memory of adults talking about money or like there being a situation with money? Uh, That's a good, no. Okay, why did my mind go blank? Probably like 
Mm, around the time where we lived in that house next to Mabel. You oh, know? okay. And then how we were there, mm-hmm. and then we moved on Brandy's house, and we moved back. It was just a whole lot going on around that time. I didn't know what was going on, but I knew, like, okay, why are we going back and forth? Like, yeah, what do you mean? We're Oh, we're going back to the house now. What? No. Like... <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? You but, love that house with Mabel. She always references this house that we lived at next to Mabel. Mabel was our neighbor, and she was a little girl like Hannah. I love that house. Mabel was older than you, though, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you love Mabel? Was she your fave or something? She was my fave. Oh, okay. Yeah, because she always said that. <laughs> <laughs> every time. That's the thing in our family. Every time we talk about an old house we lived in, we always associate it with something. But Hannah, when she talks about that house specifically, she always says, when we live next to Mabel. So I figured Mabel's <laughs> your fave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I always forget about that house, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. I just always forget about it. But that house, that's true. You would have your... I was thinking about that. I was like, what are your earliest memories? Is that your earliest memories of us being in that house? In that house? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, like, I rem- I feel like I remember... You remember I, us living in Arizona? No. Okay. I don't yeah. remember that. I remember us living. Remember that one apartment we had and we shared a room. Yeah, I, was gonna I say, think that's my. That I think that's the earliest memory I really have. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I wonder how old you were when we lived at Mabel's. Were you like three? I might have been. Yeah, because I was in like kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you weren't in school yet. You weren't in school I yet. Wasn't? Mm-mm. You weren't in school. I was homeschooled, so we. I was home all the time. Like that's when I started being homeschooled when we moved to that house, and then. um and then you were at home because you weren't in school yet. Oh. You didn't start school until we got to um, Brandy's, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Or, like, right before that, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe you were, like, four. You were probably four mm-hmm. when we were at that house. I knew you were little because that's when you did the Wendy Williams video. Yeah. Hannah, Hannah, <laughs> this was back when Wendy <laughs> Williams first started. And everyone was sending videos and saying, how are you doing? And so Hannah is sending a video. Insert the clip. I'll insert the clip here. <laughs> first thing. How are you doing? <laughs> Um, and they showed it on TV and stuff. And so, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So I know you remember that. So mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. That's the earliest memory. So after that point, before that point, we had some ups and downs. So this is my memory. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is what she doesn't realize. So mom, my mom and her dad, um, or it's both of our dads, but like her biological dad, um, they got married when I was seven. Okay. So when I was seven, we moved to Texas. Me and my mom before that were living in Arizona. Okay. So we moved here to Texas and that was a huge adjustment. And before that, I already had um, memories of money situations with my grandparents and my mom, but just different situations around money. I had already kind of lightly experienced that and, and seen how that was affecting my family. But when we moved to uh, to Texas, it was just me and my mom and my dad. And so when we got here, everything was fine. Like everything was totally fine. But they were very much um, still figuring out how to be adults and how to be financially savvy. So once we moved, like when we first got here, dad already had a townhouse. And so we Mm -hmm. came and stayed with him. And then after that, we had moved to an apartment. And that was like a rough apartment. Mom hates that apartment. We don't speak of that apartment. <laughs> mom never cooked in that apartment. That's how, my mom's a chef, okay? A uh, classically trained 
in French food. She's classically trained in French food. And she like literally went to culinary school, all the things. And she would not cook in that apartment. And we were there for a while. Like, that's how bad it was. She, and I didn't think of it that bad. But now when she brings those things up and she mentions that, she, I did. Like, we were eating fast food all the time. <laughs> like, literally every day. She took me to go get fast food. I do remember like, us being in another apartment. No, no, no. It's not. You weren't born yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. This is before. I was like seven, eight, nine. And, and all this that I'm telling right now. Okay. Um. So, yeah, we were in that apartment. And then after that, we ended up getting this house because the financial crisis happens. This is like 2007, maybe. Um, no. Actually, no. This is before that. Because you were born in 2005. Mm. This has to be like 2004, 2005. Like coming into the financial crisis era. Okay. But for some reason, housing, the cost of housing and the interest rates and getting approved and all that. Everybody was getting approved. Okay. So <laughs> they, got, <laughs> they got a really big house. It was beautiful. Um, they purchased this house. Okay. And so this is the house that Hannah was born in. And I loved that house. Like I... I don't know. I just never thought we would leave that house. Like, mm -hmm. cause mom, like I remember them going through the process of buying this house. Like we went to, we were looking at homes. We were doing all this thing every weekend. We would go look at houses and all this stuff. And then we kept coming back to this one um, area where they were building homes. And it was the ones we ended up going with. And so once we moved in there, I just felt like life was amazing and I had my own room. We had all these bedrooms. We had a game room. We had a, a theater room. Oh, you guys are living lavish. Yeah, we were living lavish. <laughs> <laughs> so life just seems like it was great. Like I really didn't anticipate anything else. But mind you, the whole apartment situation, because I was so young, I didn't see it as, I didn't see the apartment as bad as it was. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mom was just kind of like anti the kitchen. But everything else to me, I was just like, oh, okay, it's whatever. Like, I didn't think it, the apartment was that bad. But apparently it was. So, <laughs> Yikes. But in my head, everything seemed kind of smooth, right? Mm -hmm. And then we get to this big house, and I'm like, of course, we were supposed to be at this house. Duh. It's only in this house. And everything's great. And then they have Hannah. And then I just remember soon after Hannah was born, um, Auntie came and stayed with us for a while, too. Because mm -hmm. um, my aunt had just, like, gotten out of a marriage and so she came and she was moving back to texas and she came and stayed with us for a while like during that transition and i loved that and so auntie would take me every weekend to go get my hair done my nails done get a new outfit literally every weekend every weekend or every other weekend like she would make it a habit of like taking me like clockwork we, and she'd call me every week and she'd be like, do you want to come on Friday or Saturday? And then I would be like, uh, Friday, Saturday, whatever. And then she'd come get me. She'd drive all the way to Arlington and take me up to Grand Prairie. I think that's where she lived. Yeah, she lived in Grand Prairie. She got like a town. Like once she moved out. And then mm -hmm. when she lived there, she would do it. We would like it was easy because she lived there. So she would take me and then she maintained that when she moved so that we could still be close. Once we, um, me and auntie were doing that all the time. So I have this thing built up in my head of like, I just live a certain lifestyle. Okay. okay. I'm just that, that girl. So I live a certain oh life. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is only child things. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. I live a certain <laughs> life and I'm getting my hair done and my nails done consistently. And auntie's taking me to go eat shrimp and steak. And then mom and dad live in a beautiful house. And what it's just, what our lives are giving. Lobster. Yes, I was eating pasta and lobster. Exactly. Auntie was my white man. Okay. I was screaming. Okay. Yeah, so everything was flowing. And then mom got pregnant, had you. And so now I have a little sister. 
you know, all the things. And so I was like, okay, great. Like at this point, I don't think anything massive had ever happened around money specifically. Mm. But I do remember there's a certain point where all of a sudden, I think it was like maybe it was sometime between me transitioning from fifth grade to sixth grade. I don't know if it was over the summer. That part is kind of like hazy to me. But mom and dad ended up deciding to get out of that house. And I didn't know quite why because i was like i thought y'all bought this okay Mm -hmm. um and i didn't really know i don't know if i really saw it as a financial issue but i mean clearly it had to be because like y'all bought this house so we downsized and we we literally moved just right across the bridge you know like on highway when you get off on the exit Mm -hmm. you can there's one side of the highway and then the other side we moved just right to the other side of the highway so as soon as you got off on our exit there are um our neighborhood was right there off of the exit. And then there was another neighborhood on the opposite end of the exit. So we moved from that neighborhood to the other one. So we were like literally around the corner, but we just downsized. Um, And it was a different neighborhood, different builders, all that, but we were renting and I had to go to a whole new school just because of that. Like they just zoned it different. Um, so yeah, so technically at this point we were living in Burleson, quote unquote, and I had to go to school in Burleson and that was rough because adjusting to that, because I was suddenly in middle school. I wasn't supposed, like, I thought I was going to be going to elementary still and be in sixth grade. So I never had Mm -hmm. that experience of being like the top of the class. Like, yeah, I never been a senior or the top or whatever. So go to that middle school, then we leave. And at a certain point they decide to move to Arizona and so we moved to Arizona. They felt like I was telling them to move back to Arizona. So we moved to Arizona. We have you at this time. And so um, this is when we, I don't know, it just felt like financial struggles just began at that point. Because um, going back to Arizona, that was rough, like them trying to find work. And it, the city that we were in in Arizona was like a very small town. And so getting a decent paying job and all the things that just took some time. And so mom and dad were really trying to figure things out. But our family very much was like, no, y'all are called to be in Arizona and all this stuff. That's like a thing or used to be a thing in our family. So anyway, long story short, we fast forward. We decide to move out of Arizona and come back to Texas. And then this is more so the part Hannah remembers. So we moved to that apartment, you remember. Mm -hmm. And um, at this point, I can see like I'm clear on the fact that mom and dad are like trying to figure things out right so how old were you when you moved back to texas maybe 12 13 okay yeah 12 or 13 um and then because they had you when you when i was nine going on 10 okay and at that point you're already like two or three when we came back and then because i remember us talking about when we lived in phoenix us talking about how you were two mm-hmm so, yeah, you had to be like three, four. And then I was like 13, 14. And I was in middle school still. I was like in seventh grade. OK, so like from six. Yeah, that happened also quick. We moved a lot within those few years. So I was. Yeah, I was literally this is between sixth and seventh grade. All this happened. And then because even when we were in Phoenix, mm-hmm. we only lived there a few months because I didn't even go to school in Phoenix. I went to school maybe a month or two in Phoenix and that was it. I didn't. um <laughs> I did That's yeah because mm-hmm. I finished the school year like sixth grade in Arizona and I stayed back or not Arizona Sierra Vista and I stayed back with Mimi and Papa just to finish y'all had moved already to Phoenix mm-hmm. and then once I finished um, I came up there for the summer to Phoenix with y'all 
And then I was going to start school. I started school and then we moved like a month or two after that to back to Texas. And then I finished seventh grade in that apartment that we were in. Okay. Then once we were supposed to be starting eighth grade or I was supposed to be starting eighth grade, we moved to that house next to Mabel. <laughs> and so I started homeschooling at that point. And um, I don't know. I don't know if I regret homeschooling or not. I don't, I don't know. At this point, I just kind of see it as a decision that I made. But I think me being homeschooled um, really made me see up close all of the things that we were, you know, that we were trying to figure out and navigate mm-hmm. financially. And so once we, um, I would say, yeah, I would say once we got back from Texas, well, honestly, once we moved to Sierra Vista, I don't know, it just felt like everything was just rough. Like, get <laughs> 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 to Sierra Vista, them struggling, trying to find work and all that stuff. It just wasn't working. Then we get to Phoenix, so we decided to come back here. And I feel like they had found work and all that once we got to Phoenix. But once we got back here, it was still more struggling. And then we moved to that house next to Mabel. And Dad did that so we could have more room. And Mom didn't like that house. Mm -hmm. So then (laughs) that's why we moved again uh, when it was time to move or whatever. And we moved to that other apartment. And those two apartments were really rough. We moved to, like, two different apartments right after that. One was really rough, and my mom said, absolutely not. And so, (laughs) like, once we got in it, we realized it was rougher than we thought. And so my mom said, absolutely not. So we broke that lease and moved somewhere else, like, a month month or two later. And we moved somewhere else. And that was way – that one was even worse. And my mom said, absolutely not. (laughs) And so (laughs) – no, dad told me the other day, it's like the man that lived across from us or whatever in that second apartment, he like got shot or something crazy. Was it the white man? I don't know. He got shot. And, and my dad was like, absolutely not. We're leaving. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Okay. And then there were like a bunch of roaches. It was crazy. Uh-oh. It was crazy. Uh-oh. And so and wow. we weren't even there that long. And we saw so many roaches and terrible things. So at that point, you can't keep breaking leases and keep thinking you're going to move to another place. <laughs> so we moved in with my dad's sister. And so this right here is, was pivotal to me. I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember what it was like when we lived with Aunt Brandy? I mean, I thought it was just like funny games. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't nothing like, oh, no. Like, because I didn't really know what was going on. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, okay, I get to see Aunt Brandy every day. Okay. It's right. Just, you know, that was it. Right. And so we lived there for a good, I would say, six to eight months, um, because only because me and you left for the summer. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of six, eight. Uh, but I do really remember eight, us but we all being there. crammed in that room. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm tired of it. Like, when are we leaving? Like, yeah. <laughs> we moved in the 1st of January of whatever year that was. I was like 14 years old going on 15 or maybe I was 15 I don't know I was starting I was in my freshman year of high school or about to start my freshman year and I just remember um those six months I just remember I was just finally at an age where I could really understand the gravity of things Mm -hmm. and I just remember mom and dad and how I could see them just like I don't want to see that, say they were withering away, but like their souls were breaking. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I felt like I could see like this soul just like falling apart. And that was really rough for them. And I felt like, like as a teenager, you're like, I don't know what to do. You right. Know I mean, like there's nothing I could really do. But also, too, as the oldest, a lot of times I heard a lot of, and, and 
as the oldest, not just that I heard things, it was like they saw me as really mature. And so sometimes the adults around me would say things that they shouldn't be saying in front of me. Um, so a lot of, it was like see, watching them go through all that, but then also people saying things around me about my parents and how they're handling their situation. And so all of that began to wear on me. And so that right there is like that whole time period of my life has become like a really traumatic memory around money Who because the, oh, we'll talk about that later. Um, How you gonna say and not help? <laughs> No, exactly. <laughs> make it make sense. Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, and everyone just had an opinion about how they should be doing certain things or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And also, too, at that time, like I said, I had just started homeschooling, so they th- thought that everyone had an opinion about everything, like mm-hmm. how they were dealing with me, how they were dealing with their finances, everything. And so you, I figured you saw it as all fun and games because that mm-hmm. was how I felt about certain things when I was younger. And then it was like at a certain age, it was like, you can't you can't not see what's happening you know um so then fast forward and then okay wait so you said that you kind of felt it at mabel's house the money thing i just i just remember us like moving a whole lot and so i was like okay why like what is the point i thought we were good why do why do we keep moving that doesn't make sense and then because i really like that house next to mabel and then i'm like okay Moving out Brandy's, I thought it was just fun. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we're here for a long time, and why are we all crammed in this room when at right. Mabel's house we all had our own rooms? Right. I just didn't get that. I was like, okay. What's and I didn't going get that on? for a while either because I thought we were good at the house you were born at. And mm-hmm. then I was like, why are we all of a sudden moving all the time? Right. And then when we moved to Arizona, I remember them always saying, like, God told them to move to Arizona. So I was like, okay, whatever. Like, that makes sense. I don't think God told anyone to move to Arizona. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. But yeah, I was like, okay, that makes sense. But then it was like once we kept struggling, kept moving, kept moving. And I was like, what is going on? You know, and so that I would say around that time when I was like 13, 14, it was becoming very clear. And I was like, okay, things are not the same. And, you know, the things that I grew up loving or that because this is a thing also when I was born. My mom had me at 18, okay? So when I was born, everyone helped her. Everyone helped her. So I didn't necessarily see the struggle as much because a lot of people took to me. There weren't any other kids for anyone to help with. It was just me. So if Donnie needed something, Donnie got it. And then my mom gets married and people think, okay, good. He's here to help you. Like, you know, so they're not mm-hmm. doing as much. But even then, they still did some things. Like my aunt was, like I said, she was taking me every weekend, doing certain things. My grandparents were doing certain things. But over time, it's like, okay, you have a husband now. You have another child now. And these are things that you guys, you know, need to figure out on your own. And then also these other people, they're developing they're like they're going into new stages of life. So my aunt got married. She ended up having a child of her own. That person also already had children. Like there was just a lot of layers to it. So we're getting less and less help. And so I'm really feeling it now as the kid. I'm like, oh, like no one's going to take me to go get a new outfit. It's going to get my hair done. <laughs> like, And so um, that's just where a lot of things just like started becoming clear um so that's interesting because yeah I always wondered how you viewed that time you know because that was just not the most fun time Mm -hmm. for everyone else so when when we were with Aunt Brandy 
auntie, she was still in Arizona though, right? Or no? Mm, that's a good question. Yes. Did she? No, 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 no. They weren't there yet. They weren't? Okay. I don't think they were there yet. No. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Also to make this clear. So at that time, Hannah's like five. Five or, yeah. Because Hannah turns the next age before I do. So if I was mm-hmm. 14, you were like almost five. So yeah. Um, five going on six. I'm five. I'm 14, 15, 16 all this time. Right. So after that, though, at the end of that period with us being at my aunt's house, my parents both ended up getting really good jobs and we got out of there and we got a nice, well, what we thought was going to be a nice home. Into a Jerry's world? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. No. That was worse. <laughs> they call it Jerry's world because our old landlord's name was Jerry. And we just always said, like, oh, we're living in Jerry's world because he just was not the best landlord. Like, as far as the home was just falling apart. It was like Literally. we lived in Dallas. OK, so he had like remodeled, quote unquote, but he didn't fix like the real problems in the house. So it looked nice. We thought we were getting into something nice and it just was not. Um. So but we were so thankful to be in that house because of all the stuff we had just gone through. So we came into that house and um i thought it was great honestly i mean i knew there was some issues clearly clearly but i was so happy to like have my own room again and like mm-hmm. all these things but hannah's room was not the best i don't know if you remember that it wasn't like something going on with the window like your your room was like leaning and stuff i know <laughs> like I, i'd be so scared to walk on the side of the room toward my class i was like because uh, if this mug falls through i'm dead I'm and that's too. the last thing we need like <laughs> i just you would like sleep in mom and dad's room after a while right yeah it was well, it okay was but like, your room it was great no it wasn't daddy <laughs> it was great till it wasn't <laughs> I thought it was great. I had hardwood floors in my room. So everyone else was upstairs and I was downstairs. And I didn't care. I liked that. I liked being in my own like quarters. And so I had um okay, so this was what made my room stupid. So we found out that my room used to be the kitchen. And he what? re yes, and then he remodeled it to where the kitchen was over there. So that's why we had all those plumbing issues where the so eventually like the water would leak into my room when my mom was taking a shower <laughs> upstairs. So, your face. So there were all these stupid, like it was just all kind of things. There were roaches, but we realized if we the roaches were coming through the vents, so we just taped the vents. Wait, what? Oh, Hannah, look. <laughs> you know there was roaches. No. Oh God, yes. One time, mom was using the bathroom. I do remember that. I remember that, but I didn't know they were like all in the vents. <laughs> No, oh one time I was using the bathroom and the roach fell from the van above her to her pants. Stupid. <laughs> and then I was in my room at night and there was a vent right outside my door. Some of my room, like just chilling on the computer, or whatever. I turn around. I had the door closed. I turn around and there's a big roach next to the door handle. So I am trapped. I okay. I remember that. It's and huge. you were screaming. I was screaming. And they're thinking I'm screaming because something good is happening. Because at this time I like started uh, blogging and stuff. So they're thinking I'm screaming about something good. No, I'm screaming because I need help. I need to get out of here. <laughs> there's a huge roach oh on the door. Oh my God. So yeah, but we figured out like, oh, if you we tape the vents, no roaches come out. And sure enough, no roaches came out. But then the water started leaking and then there was cracks in the foundation and it was just foolishness. So we were just like, okay, we got to get out of here. But when the flood, we had ended up having a flood happen. And so once that happened, insurance uh, gave us some money and we got out of there. We were like, let's go. So, but at, at this point though, 
regardless of the house itself at this point i knew that my parents were more financially stable like it was just very Mm. clear at that point that they were doing much better um and dad had a really good job at that time did we have two cars yeah. yeah, I, was, I mm-hmm. thought we were rich. I was like, uh, yeah, because uh, there was, was like, a, we made they, it, guys. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> <laughs> we were living at my aunt's house. Both of their cars, like, were li- literally hanging on by a thread, and then one of them, their cars broke down. We were just, we were really going through it. If it wasn't one, one thing, it was another. So when we got to Jerry's world, they were just like, ew. But we were like, this is great. Right. Like, <laughs> we were just happy. Like, we were like, it's fine. We have all the food we need. That was another thing. Mom started cooking again. Mm-hmm. Like, she had gotten a Vitamix. Like, we were just living it right. up. She was making all kinds of good treats. Like, we were having a good old time. So I, was, I wasn't complaining. Um, but then when we moved, I got sad once we moved. The McKinney? Yes. Because... I loved being in Dallas. And so when mm-hmm. we moved to McKinney, I was like, you guys, why are we so far? I like, know, <laughs> but, but we're at Jerry's World. That, there was nothing fun over there. Yes, it was. Okay. For me, it was. Okay, we had what? CC's, the uh, uh, churches. Mm-mm. That is like 15 minutes from my old apartment. Oh. There was a lot of things over there. Wait, you so just you were doing s- fun things and I wasn't doing fun things? Right. Like, I would go to the Galleria and, like, there was a, there's a bunch of stuff okay, over there. Why was it like Sprinkles the over there. there was oh, okay. Of- I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, now it's coming stuff. back. Now it's coming back. Yeah. It's coming back. Okay. There was lots over there. I love sprinkles. Yeah. So, I loved it. I loved the area. And then I knew I was getting older and I wanted... I used to um, sometimes, like, work in fashion. Like, I would work at fashion shows and do different things. And so... I also knew I was like, if I if we move to McKinney, I don't have a car. I don't have a license. Like I'm not. I already know y'all aren't going to bring me over here to Dallas to do stuff. So I just wanted to die. But once we got to McKinney, I was like, we could really see the stability more, even more. I would say because we that house was nicer. <laughs> so across the board, everything just felt like fine, right? Like they were. We. I just don't after after jerry's world i or actually at jerry's world like once we got to jerry's world i don't remember us having any problems like paying for anything Mm -hmm. or like needing anything that we really couldn't get and needing to like ask for help or or them being like okay we'll have to wait on that guys or what you know what i mean like i don't Mm -hmm. remember that now i will say this though for sure there is a difference between things that you got when you were a teenager versus what I got. So mom and dad were doing good, right? But they were still very much trying to like, you know, like make up for all the old things and get yeah. all that together. So when I was in high school and stuff, like I did not get, I wasn't, <laughs> okay, I'll say this too. When we moved to McKinney, dad didn't have the same job that he had at Jerry's World, okay? So um, I didn't, like they did, they weren't able to help me like with getting um, my license and getting a car and getting different things. You definitely got the help to get your license, get your car, get all the things, right? Um, and then there's just uh, like, there's just little things where it's like, if I needed, you know, to do any extracurricular, anything, it was like, okay, Donnie, you need to figure that out. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no, yeah. Dang. And that's okay. Like, it, I'm not like, like literally i'm alive i'm fine Are you? but i definitely there's a clear difference i see the clear difference <laughs> <laughs> hannah got a car for graduation she had a graduation party 
um she you know you got a lot of things <laughs> you know <laughs> even all through high school if you needed money you'd say dad can i have somebody <laughs> okay but even now like i always, I always tell my friends is like if i go so dad i'm hungry he'll be like okay but if i but if you go tell oh let me let me uh uh-uh. yes daughter are you kidding me, right now? Are you kidding me? No. yes I they do, do not, not care if i'm hungry they no. care if you're hungry no are you kidding me <laughs> It's a joke. No, I'm not talking about mom. Mom, she, yeah, she, she doesn't, mom doesn't care if anybody's hungry. Mom say, and <laughs> like, what, what do you want to do like, about why that? Why are you talking to me? <laughs> Don't you see trying to watch my show? <laughs> <laughs> no, but dad, if if you're hungry, then okay. No. Yes. I don't feel like that. I feel like that. Why do you think that? Because. You know how old I am? Okay. <laughs> not trying to give me okay. No okay. No, what happens is dad sees me really struggling and then he'll be like, okay, I'm going to help you because you, you're just pitiful. So <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> he'd be feeling really bad. He'd be wow. like, wow, she is not well. <laughs> oh. I'd, he don't just be handing out money to me all the time. No, not money. No. I'm just, well, well. No, whenever he's done it, it's been like, look, sir, like, I'm going to go hungry or I'm going to end up on the street. Can you please help? <laughs> that, that's always when I've asked dad for money. It's literally like life or death. <laughs> oh, my God. It's never it's never just like, oh, let me call my dad and see if I get somebody. Like, it's never that. <laughs> okay. I've never tried it, actually. I might. You should try it, right. <laughs> Yeah, because I think you're thinking it's that. And yeah, maybe I am. As, like when I ask him for things, it is a lot or might be whatever. But it's like I don't always I'm not always asking. Mm-hmm. And if I he knows if I'm asking, it's because I really couldn't figure it out. You know, mm-hmm. so he'd be feeling really bad. He'd be like, "Ooh, she's struggling. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, but he does. Like, that's really all that is. Um, that's funny, though, that you see it that way, because that's not what's <laughs> happening. Um. Okay, so what is your relationship with money like right now? I I don't even know. I'm just, I just be sad because I don't have a job. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, you're in college and it's like, yeah, I have a car, but that means I'd have to go through the whole, I just, it's just a lot of things going on right now and I don't want a job in Atlanta I'd rather just, I just, I mean, I just applied to Victoria's Secret for a seasonal position, but I feel mm-hmm. like that's just a lot with college and there's just so many things going on and I don't really know if I have the time mm-hmm. to really have a job, but yeah. you know, I mean, when I, when I was here and I had a job, Ooh, pockets was full. Okay. So when you've had money or had consistent cash flow, um, do you ever feel like you, like what were your feelings towards money? Like, how did you feel when, when you had money in your pocket? Great. <laughs> I felt like like I was unstoppable. You can't you can't say anything to me. <laughs> unstoppable. <laughs> unstoppable. Okay. Also, this is another thing I want to point out. Hannah, most of her life has always grown up in a suburban area. Okay. Oh. You got. Okay. She's a suburb kid. <laughs> you are like it's and there's nothing wrong with that. Literally, You're, you bug. are a suburb kid. I'm a gangster. With me. I've been all over the Metroplex and sometimes it was cute. Sometimes it wasn't. Um, And I have vivid memories of all these places that we've lived. And um, my needs were met. Absolutely. I never went hungry or anything. But (laughs) 
the the level of needs being met fluctuated. Like I said, one point I'm going every weekend to get outfits, clothes, hair done, nails done, everything did. And then the next second, <laughs> it's like, so dope. <laughs> it's like mm, can't do that anymore, Donnie. You're going to have to learn how to do your hair yourself. You're going to have to, you know what I mean? And so, and that's how I started that. You know how I always do my hair, my nails, all that mm-hmm. stuff. I started that in high school oh, because oh. I really needed my hair and nails done. <laughs> oh <my laughs> so I, I learned how to do my own nails. Like mm-hmm. I'd be in there trying to learn how to do acrylics and learn how to do this and that and figuring out how to do my hair and all these different things. And mom used to do my hair, but I was like really particular and I was like, "Mom, mm-hmm. my hair needs to be fresh every week and I need you." And she was like, "I'm sick of you." Oh. <laughs> no, seriously. She's like, "You don't need your hair done all the time." <laughs> She's like, "I just did your hair." And I was like, "Yeah, that was a week ago. Can you do it?" Right. Again? <laughs> needs to be fresh. She doesn't she didn't get it. Yeah, she got it, but she was just like, "It ain't going to be me. You're going to figure it out. You're going to learn how to do it." Wowzers. Yeah. And so that's when I learned how to do my hair. Um, like, you went to hair school for me. No, thank you. I was like, look, like, come on, Hello. let's put it to use. Right. So, <laughs> no, and I love that. When she went to hair school, baby, my hair was looking right. Girl. <laughs> I, my hair was always laid, okay? I haven't had to pay for a trim in so long. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> walk, you trim it, you trim it. She got, she, to this day, she gets mad because I always ask her, can you trim my hair, please? <laughs> please wash it trim it something i don't have the money right now (laughs) do it (laughs) oh but yeah so that's how i got into all those things because i i just i've as for as long as i can remember i've just always been scrappy Mm -hmm. it's always been the case it's like you have to be scrappy if you want to make something happen whereas with hannah it's like she's grown up in a land of not even just with my parents and like how they treat you but it's just like even your surroundings and how other people are treated it's all is never no scrappy nothing it's like oh yeah the other day i got funding to open this little you know what's the woman that has a cookie the cookie place (laughs) like they they, their neighbors own cookie shops and stuff (laughs) oh the girl at work and she was was like oh yeah by the way my my parents own a crumble cookie and right i know but i had girl i was this close to talking uh crap about caramel cookie because i don't like them and then she was like oh yeah my parents thank I'm, god she th- said thank that. god thank god like literally my parents i own a caramel cookie i said oh, okay yeah but no i'm talking about also that black lady that lives in the neighborhood she has that cookie shop and it's not good but oh, she has that yeah, cookie that's... shop and so... okay i'll cut that out <laughs> she's not gonna listen to this so <laughs> okay but you get the point like Every like people around here, they they're not it's never like being scrappy or and maybe there is some level of like there's always a level of like trying to figure things out when you're doing anything. But everyone around here is kind of just like they have ideas or they want to do things and they just do them or they just lollygag and they're housewives or they you know what I mean? And no one's ever here just like I mean, except for that lady that called about a plate yesterday. No one's really she like be asking for everything. Yeah. But it's not a bunch of like broke activity, you know. Mm. Um, so with the <laughs> broke activity, it's not. It's not a bunch of broke activity. <laughs> so, oh my god! You know, like even your uh, the neighbor, uh, you know, the one that always cooks for everybody, Christina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She took her daughter to you know do all that stuff for her birthday, like rent it out. What did she rent out a limo Girl, or something? Yeah, Crazy. she had like a, to the a city party bus, drove to. Y'all know that place in Dallas, and they be sugar, sugar factory, whatever yeah, it's sugar called, factory. and they they bring you out a big plate of ice cream, and they dance and twerk and do all that. Yeah, all that. <laughs> yeah, 
But like that's the kind of vibes over here. It's just like you know that's the energy, mm-hmm. and that's why Ham's been around most of her life, like so far. Like I don't know, like for as long as I can remember, it's been that kind of neighbor. You know those kind of neighbors and that kind of stuff that we've been around. So excuse me. Um, for so that's I think that's another difference is like not only have you yourself been able to experience a lot of more positive interactions with money um but like you've also witnessed a lot of people around you like not ever saying like oh we just we can't barely pay the rent and we we needed money for the light bill so i had to go and you know <laughs> sell some plates and all that like you know like mom yeah. sells plates for fun like it's right like- <laughs> 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 it's not, oh. <laughs> it's not that energy right um so I, I, that's how I wanted to know, like with the, whenever you've had money or experienced, you know, having a job and stuff like that, did you ever find yourself acting weird with your money? Like, and when I say weird, I mean like, were you, were you ever afraid to spend it? Like, did you ever feel like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to, you know, get money, like more money later. So like, let me not spend it right now. Or maybe you felt like or like me i know <laughs> i know my i'm the opposite i used to feel like oh i'm gonna have this because i ain't had it in so long mm-hmm. i'm gonna have this <laughs> like, I'm spending this money. <laughs> and that's not good either right? oh my gosh well are you just kind of like it's not that deep like i'm just gonna go do what i want to do you know okay there is one thing so i always feel like okay because already we got paid every um, at my last job we got paid okay not not mcdonald's but salad and girl the good job mm-hmm. we got paid every two weeks so i know once i got paid i had already been working so i knew like i was definitely gonna get money like yeah so i already know another check's coming in, it's fine but you know how mom she'd always like if we ever got cash for christmas or something she'd always keep it and she'd be like mm-hmm. and then i'd have to ask her can i get it she'd be like no you can't get that you're not gonna waste your money it's my money give me my like what's wrong so i'd always feel or she'd be like don't waste your money on food so that's why i'd always kind of be like if i was about to order food i'd be like ah i don't know because mom she didn't really want me like buying food with my money but now if i want some korean barbecue but give me some korean barbecue period i don't care period (laughs) all right (laughs) the the blind you need the blind (laughs) no but like i mean if I'm gonna get what I want, like I already, I already know another check's coming. I'm if I if I buy this ten dollar meal, I'm gonna be okay. Like yeah. So that's the voice that comes up in your head that was mm-hmm. long, like saying those. Okay, mm-hmm. that's so interesting. See for me, I'd be having flashbacks, but you just hear mom's voice being like, yeah. "Don't buy food, don't do this." Right. I'd be having flashbacks like, "Ooh, I don't want to be homeless." <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to be homeless again. Oh my um, god. Um, no, but because also too, so even when I think about like when I first got out of mom and dad's house and like all that, that I worked so hard during those like year, that year or two to Mm -hmm. make that change happen because I was so sick of my life and so sick of the things that I was experiencing. And a lot of that was because of the limiting beliefs I had picked up as, you know, like I was growing up because we just experienced so much of so much instability. So I was always on this chase to get stability. Like, I feel like that's been my whole life, just on this constant chase to have stability and feel safe. That's always what I wanted to feel was safe and stable. And so what I did during that time was I did a lot of identity work and I changed the way that I saw myself as a person. I was like, I'm not going to see myself as struggling Donnie anymore. I'm that girl. I'm the girl that makes a lot of money. I'm the girl that can take care of herself, all those things, which had happened. 
But what happens a lot of times is when you change your identity and you feel you start seeing yourself different, you kind of hit a ceiling sometimes and you start your your old limiting beliefs start coming up to challenge this new person that you decided you are. And it's like, are you sure you're that person? Are you going to mess it up? Are you sure that person? Are you going to be homeless again? Are you sure that you're that? No, because that's always something that used to come up for me is Mm. because we lived it on Brandy's and we're sleeping on a floor. I like every time something would happen with me financially, I always thought that I was like, I can't lose everything. I can't lose everything. That's not even a normal thing to think. But I used to literally Mm. think that all the time. It's like, I don't want to lose everything. Oh, my God. Like, and it's just like, why are we jumping to that? Because like. You you really knew what was happening, and I and I like was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is just weird. No, I knew. So it was I happening. don't. I never have even thought like, oh, I'm gonna be homeless, or if I buy this, like, that's insane. Exactly. No, that oh and that's what like I, I mean. might be broke for a few days, but right? Until you you think shit. you can cut, right. like hop back, but I I think because I saw how hard it was, like how like literally, like I said, I felt like when I was watching mom and dad, I could see their their souls kind of like crumbling, mm-hmm. you know, in that season. And so whenever I think back on it, I always think like, oh, my gosh, if I end up like that, it's going to be like that for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, in a lot of ways, that has been the experience, you know. And so whenever I think of it, I'm like, it is, I'm going to have to fight my way out of this if I let myself get to that point. So like I'm, I, that was always the thing is like whenever something would happen, it was like my brain was telling me that was evidence that that was going to happen. And so I would like be trying to run from it. And it's like, that's not even normal to think like, mm-hmm. okay, girl, if you just didn't have the money for this one thing, relax. Like, it's going to mm. be up there. <laughs> like, right. End up there. But it's like, yeah. So that's always what happened for me is like when I kept trying to shift my identity, I would do a really good job. I'd accomplish whatever I was trying to accomplish, change my whole life. And then these old things started coming up. So that's why I started going to therapy and doing EMDR because I realized it wasn't even something... I could rework um, like in a normal way. Like I could, like I realized it was like something in my brain that like I needed to subconsciously like rework. Mm -hmm. But there were just different things like that I remember witnessing and I was just like, I can't, I can't let my life fall apart like that. (laughs) So every time, yeah. So every time something happens financially, I just always have this thing where I'm like, everything's gonna fall apart (laughs) and I like I have to work through that but I love that you don't have that Mm -hmm. I'm so happy that you don't because that has been such a struggle for me to get past and I think you're starting at a better starting point you Mm -hmm. know what I mean and so I want you to be able to like not have to have those things come up every time because that's the thing as you go through life, you're going to get to a point where, you know, you get, you know, you get good at adulting and you have your own place and you're paying your bills and all these things. But I don't want that to feel every month when the bills come. I don't want you to cringe. I don't want you to be scared to check the mail. I don't want you Mm. to be scared to get, you know, whatever it is, like check your bank account. Like some of us have anxiety checking our bank accounts. Oh, I do. Okay. (laughs) Like, you're like, of course I do. Of course I do. I could have just got paid and I'll be like, uh, (laughs) <laughs> make sure it just didn't disappear while i was no, I, do, I do that all the time now i do that all the time because because <laughs> my bills used to be so big like once mm-hmm. i had a team and all the things i used to have such big bills and so now i have this habit of like at least once or twice a week i go to my account just to make sure all my money's still there and mm-hmm. like some big building just like wipe out yeah my account. <laughs> 
because my, my bills used to be on auto pay and all the things when I had these big bills. And so when you're not, when you don't have the same level of cash flow coming in and then you have big bills, it don't look the same. Because <laughs> that's what happened to me. I, at one point oh I have gosh. crazy cash flow coming in. So, okay. Yeah. Auto pay stuff is not that serious. Like I don't care. Like, auto pay it so I don't forget to pay it mm-hmm. but also like when you see a big bill come out it doesn't look crazy because you have money replacing it immediately but I also remember when my cash flow stopped I remember mm-hmm. when those big bills were coming through and taking money out it wasn't getting replaced and I was right like, I, was like, <laughs> I keep my card locked like no jo- no I remember we went to this I feel you like keeping your card I locked. do I do so you begin them decline messages I have one right now no but like it is like I feel like like a meal for wings and fries and drink is like a good twenty dollars so I remember oh I I feel like I had like seventy dollars and they took that twenty out and I said okay let me lock my card because I cannot afford for you to take another twenty out like this <laughs> I can't afford that right I forget <laughs> that you can lock your card I don't know why I forget oh, yeah that. we all that, this one do i keep my oh, i could have been probably better uh, in a better place if i right yeah just yeah i'm no, kidding i'm kidding no i don't pay my apple my 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 music stuff until like it goes back to like normal and yeah like, oh, okay, okay let me do it yeah yikes <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll work on that okay so, anyway. <laughs> okay so question have you been taught how to budget no okay so yeah and and that was something um for a second i will say i used to get frustrated with mom and dad because i'm like they never taught me how to budget they never taught me how to do my credit and then i was like donnie girl shut up no one taught them how to do it either (laughs) they were just trying to get you they were just trying to get you out of school right they were trying to get you through school get your some clothes on your back keep you fed um and now it's so important to me because of all the things I've gone through. I'm like, I want to make sure you know, Lavender, everyone, I want to like sit down with you guys and teach you all of these things because no, these are not the formal conversations people think to sit and have with you. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I was little, we had formal conversations about like, okay, this is how you answer the phone. This is how you talk when you go to work. This is how you speak to people. Uh, this is how you carry yourself. But like no one sat and said, okay, this is how you budget when you get your check. The important things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but I do... Um. I always set um, money aside. Okay. Like I'll put it in, but whenever I get my check, I um, put my savings aside, like like fifty dollars maybe. Okay, good. And then I'd always have, um, I'd always take my tips and I'd put them aside. Mm-hmm. Like okay. I, I never spent those. I usually use my tip money as as Christmas gift money for you all because oh. I'd always, I'd always say, I mean, y'all aren't getting okay. anything this year because I don't have a job, but yeah, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, I, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I just applied at Victoria's Secret. Period. So that that makes sense. Um, but yeah, we'll work on that. And then did you get a high yield savings account like I had mentioned before? A what? A high yield savings account. Oh, what that is. Okay, we'll work on getting you that. Um, then uh, the other question that I wanted to ask you is, did anyone teach you how to maintain your credit? Um, no. I mean, she okay. told me what credit was and that you have to like pay it back mm-hmm. if you use your credit card or whatever yeah but that was about it okay so it's more complex than that so yes absolutely you if you borrow some money you got to pay it back but um you your points like your point the point system it is divided into different categories so you know how you have a score right mm-hmm. and your score is made up of points and so 
you there so like your payment history is a lot like there's a certain number of points you can get for your payment history and then there's a certain number of points you can get for um your uh what's it called like the how long you've had your credit then there's a certain amount of points you can get for the types of accounts you have and all these different things so um you have to kind of learn uh what one what's going to help you get the most points and what parts of your credit are most important and then also to like figuring out how to utilize your credit well without going beyond your means so like when you when they say utilizing your credit meaning like you have a credit card or whatever and you're using it consistently like that doesn't mean you're you're spending all of your credit Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like that means you're maxing out your card you're just using your card consistently um but you're going to do it in a way that's affordable for you because you like they said you have to pay that back so we can go over all of that as well because i think that's important for you to learn so would you use it for something like if you're getting gas Mm-hmm. okay yeah you can and then you just pay like literally after you get the gas you go and pay that money right back on your car okay. <laughs> you know what i mean um but you never you're never gonna buy anything that you don't actually have the real money and your uh your bank account for okay you know because you have to pay that back and so the point the point really is just to prove that you're trustworthy mm-hmm. that's the point of your credit and so if you excuse me if you can prove that your credit score will be high and then you can get whatever you want Oh, that's literally it. So the higher your score is, the more they think like, oh, yeah, she she's going to really pay us back and we can trust her. Like, that's it. And so you'll get approved from higher limits and stuff. So like even if I told them, I said, oh, I make half a million a year and all this stuff. But if my credit score is like 500, they're going to be like, I'm so sorry, sweetheart, you're not approved or you're approved for like two hundred dollars. Like they're not going to give me a high limit on my card. So you have to really like you know, build up trust with people, um, like through your credit, you have to make sure you're being consistent and building up trust and it's better to just not use, like even if they give you a high limit and they say somebody gives you a card with 10,000, like a $10,000 limit. Still, if you can only trust yourself with a hundred, only use a hundred dollars on that card and then pay it back. So you could use it for your phone bill every month and, you know, and then just pay that right back. Um, but just so that you have that history saying you used it. That's it. Well, what's the point of a higher limit if you could just buy it? With your no, bill? a higher limit is great. So some people, that's what they do. They mm-hmm. pay for all their bills on their credit card. And okay. then they'll just, when they get their check, then they'll just pay it back when, with their check. Okay. But that's really, um, but you have to really be, you know, trust yourself because mm-hmm. if let's say you could, I don't know if you've ever watched those budgeting videos on TikTok, but there are people where sometimes they go overboard and then mm. once they've gotten their check, they're still in the negative. Like they still haven't, they can't, they couldn't pay off their balance, mm-hmm. you know? And so when, what are you going to do then? You couldn't right. pay off your balance. And then also you just, you just got your check and you had to use all of your check to pay your credit card. You don't have any extra money for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. So now you're really going to have to pay more on your credit. So that's how people end up in so much debt because they don't know how to stop themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they they start using the card the way you're supposed to. And then it's like, oh, well, I'm just going to go get something to eat here. I'm going to go. I shouldn't use that example. because, But I'm just going to go out <laughs> one more time with my friends or whatever. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But your, your regular check couldn't cover that, honey. Right. So what are we doing? So then you're always behind. That's the problem. That's how you get into that rat race of always being behind because you didn't have enough money to begin with. Mm -hmm. So let's not spend money we don't have. Okay. Unless you know how to make extra money. Like if you know, if you have a side hustle or you have a way of making more income, 
okay, that's fine. Play a little, but don't do the most because if you get behind, you just can't ever get out of being behind. Do I have credit? If I don't have a credit card, do I have like a credit mm-hmm. score? Everyone has a credit score. What's mine? I don't know. We have to check it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone starts out at 600 though. But dad could have um, been building your credit. I don't know. He might be doing something on your credit. So you might have higher credit. Lower. I don't know. We have to check it. Okay. But yeah, everyone has to. So something. I can get approved for a house? I'm not saying all that. Oh, okay. <laughs> an apartment. <laughs> something. <laughs> Maybe an apartment. Okay. Not, not in a house. I don't know about that. Um, the, the house are a little bit more strict, but no. you have to have some things on there. But, um, but yeah, so you, that's, that's the biggest thing. It's the same thing with living paycheck to paycheck with just regular money that you, you know, that you have. It's like, if you are living paycheck to paycheck and your rent is super high and you're not like, it's to the point where it's like taking up most of your money or most one check. If anything happens, say you, your car breaks down or say just some kind of incident happens that's unexpected all of a sudden now you're in the hole now because now you had to choose am i going to take care of this or am i going to pay my rent Mm -hmm. and then if you choose to not pay your rent or you end up being short one month or whatever because you were already living paycheck to paycheck you are now going to be forever behind and it's going to be hard to catch up that's what happens yeah this is rough though you're already in the lease so what are you gonna do (laughs) adulting is not always hard i mean not always easy but that's why you have to understand like when you have money you also have to understand what to do with it when you have it because Mm -hmm. when you have it you can do things to help the future you because they're all everyone everything like businesses people everyone has a slow season Mm -hmm. okay there's always an even even if that season don't come for years there will be a time where something happens or life puts you in a predicament where what you're making is not enough for you to be comfortable anymore, right? And we don't want these things to happen, but stuff happens. It could be like maybe all of a sudden you have to help mom and dad take care of something or maybe all of a sudden, I don't know, just things happen where your expenses increase and it gets tight or whatever, right? Or maybe Mm -hmm. you lose your job, whatever. Um, but we want to do things to help that version of ourselves and to put our, that version of ourselves in a position to not feel the weight of what's happening as much, you know, Mm -hmm. to buy yourself some time to figure things out. And that's how people end up in really rough situations because if you're living paycheck to paycheck already, and then life throws you a crazy situation, you're really done for, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we have to learn how to be disciplined when we have the money. Um, not to say you can't have fun, but we have to prioritize investing in things, setting money aside, you know, all the things so that we can give ourselves some space when those things happen. Um, but yeah, I want to be able to sit down with you and like go over some of those things so that you can practice. Cause it sounds like, th- I mean, that, the, th- the fact that you even thought to do that, like put money aside, like your tips and stuff, like mm-hmm. that's huge. That's a really good thing. Cause when I was your age, I never thought to do that. <laughs> I didn't. Oh my God. I never did. I, I just like laughing. having cash. I just like having stacks of cash so I could, mm, you know, okay. do the money, money spreads, you know. Hey, whatever the motivator like is, you know. I'm not, I, hey, <laughs> I'm not going to knock it as long as you're motivated to do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So my other question for you is, is there anything that you wish now that you've like gone to school and everything and you've been away and all the things, is there anything that you wish I had taught you as your sister? I wish you would have told me how bad Atlanta is, how bad the roads are. The roads. I said the roads. 
because you would have prepared me for that and i love atlanta the roads I would never. you like the roads okay just wait till you the have roads to get in three, dallas to make more worse. tires i've i haven't drove in dallas exactly you didn't teach me how to drive in dallas yeah i do need to do that but yeah dallas the road honey them roads are so old i i that's why when i went to atlanta i didn't think anything was wrong oh that's okay <laughs> like, that explains great. it okay uh, <laughs> um <laughs> Drive down Greenville, honey. Greenville took my tires out. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Greenville. Is that like like lower Greenville stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Is there anything else? Um, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I feel like once I like mess up or something, then I'll be like, oh, I wish somebody would have. I don't really know yeah. what to, you know. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to tell you Atlanta was bad, so oh. never, I was never going to do that. <laughs> just let me figure it out on my own. And I just don't think Atlanta's bad. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's, okay, gotcha. That's the thing. Someone has to think that in order to like tell you that. I think it's just the part that, that I'm in. Yes, very much. You need to go to Midtown and Uptown more. I mean, not Uptown, uh, Buckhead. But do they have somewhere that I don't have to pay for parking? Go to Midtown. <laughs> yeah. Do they have a real parking lot and not somewhere... <laughs> See, that's this is what I'm talking about. This is exactly. Oh um, no, I, but this that's Dallas too. I that that's the thing. A lot of the things that you you complain about, I'm just like, girl, I live I live in like. See, I'm that, I, I, I was, I've dealt with that for years, so it's not new. It's not weird. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, in like Dallas, that. it's the same thing. It's like you gotta you gotta pay to park. I don't like that. That's okay. I have to have a whole separate job to to pay for parking. <laughs> One job for for necessities, another job to pay for parking. Like this is insane. Or you can get you a man and he can pay for it. I do have that hundred. That's, that's going toward. We're <laughs> <laughs> not going to talk about that. Um. Okay. I don't know if people are broke out there. I don't like more husbands. No. Oh, let me stop. I'm talking about grown. Oh, okay, sorry. Pretty grown with money. Who? Where am I going to find them? Where do you find people? Where do you find people? You know. Okay. No, I was thinking about that. I really do be attracting, like, sophisticated men. No, I'm kidding. Why are we talking like that? Ew. <laughs> but, like, where? Because, like, literally, I don't know. I just give off, like, or no, I'm, I'm saying, expensive like, you, energy. You, you know what I mean? And so the broke men know just to stay away. That's really what it is. I just give off a certain energy where it's like, don't even talk to Donnie if you ain't got some, no coins. They just know. They just know. But like, so what? I you, mean, you part of that is me having wealthy woman on my neck. Okay. <laughs> you already know enough to play with me. So do you go to like events and then they you just see them there? Like, where do you find them at? Like, where are they hiding? You know, that's a good question. No, um, most of these men I've been on through the internet and then we met in person and it'll be like we met online i mean we we either connected online or they talked to me online and then we ran into each other in person or we just decided to actually meet in person so yeah it's all online mainly oh but i say okay let's not get this twisted because if there is a man listening to this because people love to think that my dms are just so full they're not okay let's not do that because people do that. They think like, oh, I'm not going to talk to Donnie because her DMs are just so full of people. 
no, everyone's thinking exactly what you're thinking, and then they're not talking to me. <laughs> so, just try. You you might you might be the one. You might be. Um, no, but yeah. So I'm not gonna sit here and act like like this. Literally happens like twice a year where mm-hmm. I get somebody decent reaching out. Um, so the other people that I've talked to. Well, yeah, I would say, yeah, in general, most of the men that I talk to, they, yeah, they have money. But I just give off a certain energy. But some of them have been weird, so I just ignore them. Like, I met this one guy, or not, I, I didn't even formally meet him, but he moved to my old building. Mm-hmm. And then he messaged, he followed me and messaged me, and he's like, oh, I think I live in your building and stuff. And he had money and stuff, but he was weird. He was, oh, he was so weird. I had to block him in 48 hours. Yeah. So some of these men are weird. Donnie, did I tell y'all? Oh my gosh. Okay. So before I even, okay. So all these schools, Spelling Morehouse, Clark, whatever, they all have these, these Instagram pages where you can like post yourself and like try to make new friends and stuff. Da, da, da. So this dude, he follows me on Instagram. I go, mm, he's talking to me. I'm like, okay, this, mm, this something right. Mm-hmm. So I go see who he's following. He's just following a bunch of freshmen. I said, okay. Okay. All right. Mm-mm. But you know, I was bored. I was like, what's up? I'm bored. Let's, okay. just, let's, just, see where this, I'm bored. let's just see where this conversation goes. Yeah. So he's texting me and he's like, oh yeah, well, da-da-da. he's asking what I want to do. And he was like, yeah, well, I work at Tyler Perry Studios. I said, wait. Oh. Whoa. Hey, bestie. Hey. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I said, okay, let me keep talking to him. So then we're talking and I want to say we were talking like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. So Sunday comes, he texts me and he's like. I don't, I have to tell you something, and I hope this doesn't change the way you feel about me. First of all, I don't feel any type of way tell about me, you. Don't tell me he that don't really work there. No, Daddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so no, bad. he's like, I hope this doesn't change the way you feel about me. I don't know you. I don't feel any way about you. <laughs> say what you're going to say. Stop, like, wrap it up. He's like, my son, well, you know, I just, I I just have a foot fetish, and, okay, we're not... <laughs> I didn't even know what that was... You know what it was? I didn't know what to say. Oh, I was like, "Why are you bringing this up?" What do you mean? Right now? What do you mean? Like, okay, so back to Tyler Perry. <laughs> um, like, stop. Right. Why, what this man? Something is weird. <laughs> right? Can we, can we focus? Like, <laughs> right. I don't want to like, date. I, I don't want you. You're not cute. But you know. And then he started being weird, and he was like, "Well, can you set block?" You not no. No, and that's the thing. I was done. I should have knew this was going downhill. No, exactly. Oh my gosh. No, and I think that's frustrating because, like, I get that a lot too. Where it's like, not that they be having fun with fetishes, but (laughs) I get that a lot too. Where sometimes I just want to be people's friends, Mm -hmm. you know, and they don't realize I just want to be their friend, and it's like. Like and and they be rich and stuff too, but I I really just want to be their friend because they I was I'm not interested. You're not. Look, it's not giving at all. I wasn't interested. Can we just be friends? And then and that's the thing with okay. So a lot of these guys too, I notice that a lot of them. I think I think that they know mm-hmm. they know, but then they'll just still try just to see. And then but once they try, they've now made this weird, and mm-hmm. I just don't <laughs> I don't appreciate it. <laughs> So we're just going to pretend like you didn't just try to mm-hmm. flirt with me and we're going to move on because why would you even assume that I... Why would you assume? <laughs> why would you assume? I'm sick and tired of these guys assuming. 
Yeah, let's not even assume that that's what's happening here. It's not. Let's not. We're just friends, and we're going to keep it there. (laughs) But yeah, I think, okay, I think the struggle with Atlanta men is always making sure that they are legit, and they're not doing some weird, shady stuff. Mm -hmm. So the ones that I've talked to in Atlanta, they... I can publicly see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like it's public information. It's not like, like they just post cars and, and fancy chains and stuff. And then like, you don't know how they're getting their money. Like right. I always do. I always date people that are like publicly talking about their business just to be safe. Cause I don't need to be in any illegal activity. Um, but yeah, I just, I just give out like, don't talk to me if you're broke energy. That's really the start of it. And that's really the bottom line, because honestly, like I told her the other day, I was like, if you look at my track record, because she tried to sh- pull up some uh, men that look like girl. they were cute. I don't I don't care what they are. Ooh. They look broke. And so I said, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> so what are we doing? So let's look at the track record here. OK, all the men that I date have M's. OK, they got commas. And this this man looked like he gonna ask me to buy him a pizza. And I don't have time for that. I just don't. And it's it, testing it, you. Good. No, no you're just being serious. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's not all about money, but I, I know that I like to live a certain type of life and I know that I like to be treated a certain way. And if you already have money, nine times out of 10, the things that I'm requiring are not going to feel like a big to do for you. And you're not probably, you're not going to complain about them. You're not going to feel a way about it because it's not going to be hard for you. When things are hard for a man or it makes them feel inadequate, that's when they start flipping it on you. And they're like, well, what do you bring to the table? Sir, shut up. Why are you worried about me? Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's me. Here. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, what are we? Hello. What? <laughs> like, then they'd be like, what are you going to buy Did, me? Didn't you hop in my DM? What is happening? Right. Here? Like, wait, I don't have time for this. So, yeah, I just don't like to be around broke energy like that because then those stupid conversations come up. And people try to challenge your value and your worth. And it's like, sir, I'm a woman. If you wanted to be a woman too, just say that. Like, my gosh. Um, But I've never dealt with a man that actually has money that has complained about any of my requests. Or even dealing with me for that matter. I know I'm difficult, but none of them have ever complained. They just, are they're up for the challenge. (laughs) They are. I feel like I love a good challenge. I don't know. I feel like Atlanta man, they're not even serious. They're not. They're very unserious. Like I've had, I literally last time ugh. I was there, this man he stops me literally right before I was about to get on the plane. I stopped at Target, and he stops me and he's like, "Hey, can I get your number and all this stuff?" And he tells me he has all these businesses and or not all these businesses. He has a business or something. And because I asked, him, I said, "What you do?" And then let's tell you waste our time, okay? Because um, a lot of these men they be saying they want to get married and stuff, and it's like lies. You know you don't. It's like, okay, do you have wife money, though? Do you have wife thoughts? Because you need... Because it doesn't look like you have money for you. (laughs) (laughs) So let's not even do this. You're wasting my time here. Um, So, yeah. So I gave him my number. And then, girl, he ain't used it. And I said, well, what was the point of that? Why do we even have this conversation? Why would you waste my time like that? (laughs) Like, that was so stupid. I just, like, dumb. Anyway. um, But some of them out there, they're just, ugh. Like, I've been, ugh. I just feel like I just attract the wrong. I need to get out of Atlanta. I attract the wrong people there. I've had it's the energy, Anna. Literally, the energy. I know. No, oh me. Oh, okay. So it's I'm I'm the problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
but everything I've, you attract is a reflection of you oh god no yeah i've had the dude come up to me and <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was it was a lot of problems beard didn't connect had kids mm. why are you i'm a child this man was i'm a child something about you said you would be down oh whoa <laughs> <laughs> i've had another dude come up to me this man was almost 30 and something told him yes <laughs> i don't know what it is or i'll it's either that or i'll get somebody from morehouse stay over there yeah we'll work on it yeah that's something i can teach you but i'm never like in a situation where like i'm never like at these at these events you be going to or with around rich men i've never okay let's get this straight because there was a time there was a time where i was attracting attracting raggedies okay so let's not act like there wasn't there was he said who who um the aunties I love the aunties. (laughs) (laughs) There's a running joke in my family that in my early 20s, I used to date men that names rhymed with auntie. And you you know who you are. That is literally hilarious. Oh, oh Mm -hmm. gosh. Yeah, the aunties. They were all not giving. And that's the thing. It was also the age that I was. Like, most people that age are not giving. One did chase you, though. And I mean, how many men do you know? No, Who literally, like you? literally, run <laughs> after you. <laughs> you got it, you got it, you got it. Okay, I, I got it. One time, a man stopped me in Walmart and said that. <laughs> I was walking. He said he ran after me. He said, "Look, when you got it, you got it, and you got it." I said, "Thank what? you." I said, "Thank oh. you," and I was scared. And I said, "Okay, bye." This is not fair. I came out of Kroger and this man talking about some, hey, I need to get a four piece and a, and a small fry. <laughs> Do I look at what? He said, you're his meal ticket. Okay. What is that like? He said, you look like you could you could buy my meal. No, guys. No. Okay. Not guys. Homeless people are always com- coming up to me. Can you buy me? Can you buy? <laughs> sir, I can't even buy me. So no, <laughs> I can't buy you. <laughs> no. You just I had this man, I was eating, he stood out my window and was like... <laughs> like he was, a gross sister? <laughs> yes, he was like... <laughs> and he turned his head away too. <laughs> so, that's, that's what I attract, apparently. Yeah, it's the energy. You gotta switch it up. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta work on you know, it. You know, I thought it was because I was a Leo, and you know, I, but I guess not. No, I'm a Leo rising, that doesn't happen to me. So. You're, not a, you're not a real Leo, but... Okay. That is a real Leo. You're a Virgo rising. You're more Virgo than Leo. Stop. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> no offense to the Virgos. We love you. No, that's what's funny about me and Hannah. <laughs> I used to hate Leos and Hannah be hating some Virgos. I'm <laughs> a Leo rising and Hannah's a Virgo rising. That's why you shouldn't be talking bad about signs. It's okay. It's Capricorns and Scorpios and Geminis who are the problem. I'm a Capricorn sign. No, so Hannah, this is the thing. Hannah didn't realize your rising sign is what you present yourself as the most. Like most people would see those qualities in you the most. Someone would have to really get to know you to see that your sun sign qualities. People always think I'm a Leo. 
I would not have guessed that. <gasps> okay, if I didn't know one, you, don't tear I would your not face up that. like that. Do not tear your face up like that. <laughs> I would not guess that though. <laughs> oh. If I if I met you randomly, I would not guess that. So you think I'm a Virgo? I would. I That's would believe a that problem. more. We need to fix that immediately. I would believe that more. Okay. Most people, when they meet me, they're not thinking Capricorn right away. I am. You are because you know. That's what I'm saying. You have to you know the like, person. You act like one. It's the way I act. So, yeah. Anyway. Okay, that's enough of this show. So, <laughs> are there any closing thoughts about money, Hannah? Um, what are some things you want to work on regarding money moving forward? I just want more of it and... Period. A whole, whole lot of it. Mm-hmm. generational wealth Ooh. you know Ooh. Mm. but <laughs> <laughs> you know abundance uh, you know, mm. <laughs> stacks on stacks mm. <laughs> 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 um you know also i am a college student so donnie will be putting my cash up put it right here look i'm putting oh, it right here. Yeah, they don't even send me donations yellow i'm a look Right here. Wow. Wow. I'm a college student. Any Clark Atlanta alums, Spelman alums, Morehouse, we're all family. We're all on the AUC. Oh, Morris Brown, too. We're not going to forget about y'all. So. Okay. You uh, Even though you just talked real bad about Morris Brown, but it's okay. I love Morris. Donnie, don't say that. I, lo- I love. You know, you see the video Michael Jackson where they were like, don't say you don't like to tour. Yeah, he was exactly. like, I love to tour. <laughs> can, we, can we just do it again without the just the negative saying that you don't like to tour? Just I don't like it though. I know, but. It's- and action, Michael. I love to tour. <laughs> <laughs> I love Morris Brown. No, we love Morris Brown. We love Morris House. We love Spelman. C, 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 C. Gang, gang. A, 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 A. That's what y'all say? You, 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 you. C, A, U. C, 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 C. Okay, I'm done. C, L, A, R, K, A, T, L, A, N, T, A, U. University, C, A, U. Oh. That's what we do. Okay, let them know. Okay, cash up link in bio no, oh good okay guys yeah her cash up will be on the screen and in the description of this episode so if you want to be nice and send her something you know we've got a college student over here you know with for only five dollars a day okay all <laughs> right y'all goodbye <laughs> <laughs> bye y'all bye